It's your chance to get all your meat-related questions answered. Spencer with the Meat Dude. This week, as always, brought to you by Alls Auger Meats. You can find them right on Main Dragon, Audubon, Minnesota. I need to get connected to my uh, phone system here, and then we will try to get him on. Eric, actually, I'll have you push the button over there. I don't know what's going on on this computer. Spencer, do I have you? I'm here. Technology and I sometimes don't get along. I was just joking and, well, quite frankly, bragging that I've had a couple of days off, and apparently I forgot how to run things around here. Hope you've been treating yeah, well since I spoke with you last week. Yes. Uh, it, when when did we talk last week? Wednesday? It was Wednesday. was good. Good. Uh, cooked some good food. You um, cook or the yeah. wife cook? You say you only do the meats. Did you cook the meats? Well, what did I cook? Um you know, we kind of did. We we traveled all the way to Minnesota with my wife's family, so we we did her big. Uh, I didn't cook anything for Thanksgiving, but on Saturday we did kind of a, a big family meal. Did some prime rib that I got the. Uh, I uh, I got told that I had to cook it. So um, yeah, it was it was good. Everything turned out good. Very good. I'm glad things went well and the the family got a chance to get together. Prime ribs are like one of those go tos. Now, you know, you got turkey, but, you know, during Christmas, I'm like, give me the prime rib, which, of course, it means I'm spoiled because I don't have to do the cooking. I'm not told to do it like you do, but you're a smart man because you didn't ask any questions, did you? You just went out and did it. I didn't. It. Yep. <laughs> smart man. Three, five, two, seven, zero. I had questions waiting for you like an hour ago. I'm going to get to those. You can join that uh, conversation. Three, five, two, seven, zero. Tyler, question for the meat dude. Hamburger comes in 80, 20. 85, 50, 90, 10 blend. What is your preferred blend for a great burger? There's a follow-up question, but I want you to answer that one first about the burger. Um, 80, 20, probably if I'm, if I'm cooking a true cheeseburger, 80, 20. Okay, this is a great follow-up question in the second part here. What should different blends be used for? So you already answered what you would do for the for just a cheeseburger, you do the 80-20, but let's say you're doing a hot dish, a casserole, whatever it might be, do you vary what you purchase, or do you usually stick with 80-20? Well, I mean, what I what I usually purchase or what we try to produce or whatever you, you want to call it is 85-15 because I think it's the perfect middle grounds. It's, it's not so fatty that you can fry it up for spaghetti or, or lasagna or whatever it is that you're making, and it's got enough fat that you can still utilize it for patties. So, I mean, I don't very often go out and, and search for ground beef for a specific meal per se, right? So that's where my world of purchasing ground beef is a little different because I buy in bulk and, and whatever fat content it is, it is, and I just deal with it. But if you have that ability, if you're going to the grocery store searching for a certain fat content, then... And yeah, you want you probably want to go a little leaner for your um, spaghettis and and hot dishes and things that you're adding a lot of other things to that ground beef, and then more fat for if if ground beef is the main part of it, like a hamburger. Um, I and we've had this conversation over the years. Um, you know, like when I fry up ground beef in a pan, I leave all that delicious grease in my spaghetti and in my uh, whatever else, spaghetti always comes to mind, right? That's the first thing possible. But I always leave all that grease in there because that grease is 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 good for you, and it's fat, and fat is flavor, and and uh, yeah. But I know a lot of people that uh, probably think I'm crazy for doing that and would rather just drain it out. Yeah, hold but, up uh, a second. I know you always correct me and say, "Tell I'm not a nutritionist, man," but then you just said 
a moment ago, all that grease is good for you. You got any scientific background on that? Google it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fair point. No, we, we, you know, it's just, like, it's just like butter too, right? You know, you look back thirty years, and butter is going to kill you, and then, and then margin came out, and then ten years ago, margin's going to kill you, and now butter's good for you again. And you know, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. I don't think even somebody who's been studying nutrition uh, for a long time. I mean, it's all relative. Everything's relative. But I, uh, I eat a lot of fat, um, and I. I think I'm still healthy. I yeah. guess I haven't been to the doctor for a while, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're still a skinny dude. Um, the, the, I'm I'm shocked at how direct you answer that question. <laughs> Just go ahead and Google it. Okay, say no more. <laughs> I will when I've got time. Uh, but you know what? I got time to get to more of these questions for you. Three five two seven zero. Tyler, a question for the meat dude: If now is a good time to uh, bring deer trimmings to get made into meat sticks, or should I wait a few months? Uh, it depends on depends on the shop, I guess. Uh, you know, a lot of local North Dakota meat processing plants, the small guys like us, uh, shut down their normal production for deer season. And those shops that take in whole carcasses are usually swamped the whole month of November. Now, if you're one of them hunters that, that um, like I'm assuming he's talking about, you cut your own deer up, you trimmed everything else you have, it's separated into what you want made into sausage and everything else that you're just going to keep and cook. Uh, I would probably, you know, give them a month or two, uh, whatever shop you use, just, you know, because if you already got it froze, it'll last in the freezer for a while and then just try to sneak it in. Um, but of course, every business is different, how they set up and do venison. Um, so I guess the, I would just tell you to call whatever um, small meat processor that you're, trying to get into and and see what best fits their scenario of all my years of hunting i think that's the most stressful part of the entire process uh aside from okay you 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 applied you wait on that lottery which that's the stress point number one is did i get drawn or not number two and it's not as much because you're out there and enjoying it is actually getting your do but the third one when you get that sheet you go to your your butcher and they give you the sheet they already weighed out here's how much uh, you have that brought in what do you want done with it and then you have to mark off i want x amount of pounds in this type of meat stick i want this amount of pounds in sausage made it's stressful man how how much prep do you do beforehand when it comes to okay I, this is what i'm doing this year because you do all sausage don't you yeah and we we don't barely take any deer in. i don't i don't advertise for it i don't yeah. um because we we don't shut production down and and you know we're a, we're an inspected facility, so bringing in venison is kind of, it just throws a wrench in our whole system, and we don't slow down production. Now, I do bring in some, um, and yeah, I just, that, that conversation is, is usually difficult, especially if you're a new customer to a plant that you don't know everything that they make. Um, and as a customer, you don't necessarily know what you want, and yeah, it is, I mean, it, there's no there's no perfect system, there's no perfect way to do it. Venison is is um is an interesting is an interesting scenario well I'll say that. yeah i mean because like you say if you're you're going first first time at a new shop uh you don't know necessarily what their portions are you know when it comes to the pork and, and venison so right. i had that and experience some, and, once that i thought okay well this is you know everybody does this uh, this split of pork and venison and boy was i wrong i was surprised when i got my packages back 
Well, and that's and that and that's another thing is you know I I I like to leave and maybe I leave too much options up to the customer where it gets even more confusing to them. But um, you know some shops probably just say this is what we're putting in with your venison to make it good because we we know this final product will be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you know I have some guys that want 50-50 venison to pork or they want. 30% venison, 40% beef, and 30% pork, and, you know, it gets kind of dicey sometimes, but yeah. uh, the product turns out good no matter what, so. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't name the spot where I went. I thought I think it was like 80-20, and you know how lean it is in the first place, so I was thinking, oh, okay, here we go. That This is going to be just too dry, and actually, they, as you're pointing out, that shop had it figured out with their their proportions. It was still pretty dang good, even though it wasn't what I was expecting when I went in. Three yep. five two seven zero. I could answer this one for you, but this is somebody that wants to hear it from you. One word answer: egg or Traeger? Oh, egg. What? Well, Come on. Hey, easy with the tone there, Which? fella. <laughs> don't have to be so condescending about it. Do they? Do they listen to the show? Hey, Come on. we get new listeners every day, man. Take it easy. <laughs> They're here to listen to your meat advice, not your condescending tone about questions they have for you. Here's a question I have for you, and try to be a little bit more polite this time. We've we've talked about how long beef keeps in the fridge before it's cooked. However, let's say I made that. I had that 80-20 mix. I grilled up some burgers, and I had some leftover because there was a pound, and look, there's only two of us. How long does that patty that's already been cooked stay in my fridge so I can have leftovers? Mm, No more than five days. Oh, five days is good. I can manage that. I was expecting shorter, actually, the way you were starting to yeah. uh, answer that. But okay. Well, like we always talk, as soon as just the the ground meat world on a shelf life basis is a is a different beast compared to whole muscle, and even after it's cooked, it's the same scenario. So, um, yeah. All right. Final question. That I, oh no, I take that back. I've got two questions that I haven't got to in the text club thus far. Tally question for the meat dude. What cut of meat does uh, do beef medallions come from? Um, the the term medallion is is just a descriptor of uh, uh, how that chunk of meat was cut. So medallion isn't necessarily means it's a certain it's a certain retail cut. It just means that it was cut in the shape of a medallion. So most of the time, you're going to see tenderloin cut as medallions. Um, there's a petite tender, this muscle that comes out of the clod that a lot of time in restaurants, you'll see them presented as medallions. Um, but anything, you know, small in circumference, tender, relatively lean will be presented as uh, beef medallion steaks. Okay. Final one. This isn't necessarily about meat, but they're wondering what your, your go-to condiment is. On what? They don't say. <laughs> What's the meat dude's go-to condiments? Enlighten us. Uh, let me think here. You ever buy that yum yum sauce? Yes, that stuff's really good. I have. That's good on. That's good on anything. I have not done it on beef. You, you, you know, would... if I if I if I cook like uh, sirloin steaks, right, and mm-hmm. or whatever kind of steak, and then I eat one and a half and my wife only eats a quarter and then there's a quarter left in the fridge uh-huh. uh i usually pull that out put some yum yum sauce on it and eat that as a leftover dude the only time i'll ever put sauce on a steak is when it's you uh-huh. know reheated but 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know why that sauce popped into my head, but I, I use that a lot. Well, I'm here for it. it. Yeah, uh, have some in the fridge. I think you just opened my eyes to a whole new world of possibilities that I didn't even know was possible. So there. Okay, I'm glad that person asked the question. Now I've got some uh, investigation of my own to do over the weekend. Spencer, I always appreciate a man amount of time. We'll do this again next week, all right? Sounds great. All right, take care. Spencer, we're at the meat dude every week, this conversation. Brought to you by Osager Meats. You can find them right on Main Drag in Audubon, Minnesota. Tomorrow's already Friday. That means they've got 10% off all the goods. You'll hear from them in a moment, and we'll come back to Afternoons Live right after this.